guys so much for joining me. So I have two of my very best friends here. We're going to have a great episode. Do you wanna, guys want to introduce yourselves? Um, so I'm Christina. And I'm Emily. And how do I know you guys? So I met Mackenzie when we were studying abroad going into senior year of college. We went to Italy um, and we needed a six roommate and in walked Mackenzie and she was one of the girls was like, oh, she looks pretty normal. And we were like, let's sign her up. (laughs) I knew nobody like it was so funny. I moved from L.A. to California or back to Connecticut. And I just like started going to the school, was going to go on the study abroad trip and just like knew nobody walked in and um it was a great because it worked out perfectly i made a bunch of great lifelong friends and the second time i went was just not the same at all i maybe made one one really lifelong friend and the rest wasn't <laughs> the same <laughs> situation <laughs> and i benefited from tina and mackenzie's friendship because um Mackenzie first came to like a party that they had at their house in college and Mackenzie was this new girl like we were all like a close friend group and Mackenzie was just like this random girl that was super beautiful everyone was like all the boys were like pining over her (laughs) I was like who's this who's this hot girl (laughs) wait that's actually the first time I'm hearing this ever yeah and I was like oh hi nice to meet you um but no but she was so fun and then and then I didn't like actually become close with her until like probably a year later we all went on a big trip to Nashville that Tina planned and it was when you right after you got engaged we like kind of did like a big engagement celebration so I met you like when you were like starting that chapter in your life and that that's when, when we became close remember the Airbnb guy I like had contacted him to have all the champagne ready yes. when we landed and then oh he my was God. like trying to get us to go out with him he like loved booze <laughs> he was like give me your number give me your number so yeah so one of our <laughs> friends so Tina is the ultimate like party planner always has like an itinerary always like we're gonna do this trip here like a month in advance oh yeah like (laughs) uh, we're gonna do this then and this these all these activities and everything's planned and there's champagne waiting and so I had just gotten engaged and I had just kind of like newly come into this friend group Mm -hmm. and she was like you know what this is Mackenzie's bachelorette party (laughs) I had literally been engaged for what three weeks Literally, yeah. this was like right after I think it was like January fifteenth, yeah, of like twenty eighteen. Yeah, like right after my birthday, you got engaged, and we went New to Year's. we went to every bar, and we were like, "She's getting married!" Like as if it was like her <laughs> legit bachelorette party. Like every like singer, at every like oh, bar yeah. was like performing. Like, let's get the bride up here. Oh, remember? <laughs> and when it was like the early. Bride did get on the stage and sang at that bar. Oh, the bride, remember? <laughs> And that was, like, bachelorette party number one. There were, like, six later. Well, (laughs) true. It's just so funny because you really never know, like, when you're going to meet your friends that you're going to be friends with for Mm -hmm. the actual rest of your life. Like, I remember there was a time in my life where I don't know if it was, like, right after high school or I, I had, like, high school was rough for me. Like, I had had a lot of best friends and then, and then, like, you know, you fall out mm-hmm, of friendships yeah. and it's just so traumatizing when you're young. Um, but but then I remember like one point in my life just being like, I just want like really great friends. And then I met these girls and it was just like it was so amazing. But um, but yeah, I, it's, it's just wild, isn't it? Just so wild. And we love being friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> OK, enough of the sappy crap, you I guys. Know. Let's get to the good stuff (laughs) okay so today i want to talk to you guys about 
the fact that, you know, I really am the first mom in the friend group, right? Yeah. So, well, I guess to backtrack a little bit, after the first bachelorette that we had, we all went to Vegas together for my real, like, bachelorette party, and it was all you guys. Mm -hmm. So it really turned into, you know, starting out with, like, okay, yeah, let's funny, like, have a little bachelorette for this girl that we kind of know. And then it turned into a full boom, like, we're all best friends. Let's just, like, go to Vegas together. So we did. Um, Now, fast forward, like, my wedding was great, blah, blah, blah. But then I have a baby. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely shocking. I feel like <laughs> only because Emily would always make the joke, like, whenever someone would do something, she'd be like, oh, what are you, pregnant? Like, that was always her joke. And during her entire entire bachelorette party in Vegas, the ongoing joke was like, Mackenzie's pregnant. Like, we'd all be taking shots, and I'd be like, yeah, and the bride's pregnant, like, as a joke. Which was not <laughs> Which funny, is very like, insensitive. Like, yeah, now. like, looking back, like, yeah, like, I hope I've matured a little but it bit. Was but always, it was always, like, our biggest thing. thing. It was a joke, yeah. Because she was obviously going to be, hopefully. Yeah, over, and then when she the called us all to tell us and FaceTimed us, she was like, okay, I have to tell you guys something. And we were like, oh, what are you, pregnant? <laughs> like, thinking of this huge joke. And, like, I vividly remember you, Tina, being like, this is not the way you're going to tell me, right? <laughs> and I was like, me and Emily looked at each other because we were in person. And I was like, uh, no, yeah, n- no, yes, it is. I don't know what to say. I cried. And then she I was in tears. An ultrasound and I was just like, that's not your baby. And she, like, zoomed in and it was legit her name. And I was like, what the <laughs> <heck>? <laughs> But I will say, like, you, like, you were my first friend, even just, like, like, my first very, very close friend to, like, even, like, I met you, you were engaged. So, like, you already were, like, at that point in your life, you guys already had a house. Like, we were going to, like, your housewarming party, your engagement yeah. thing. Like, it, you, I met you at that stage in your life. So, it was, like, it was definitely the first to come. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like I had it a ton of friends shocking. that were already at that stage in their life and you were just the first to have a baby. Like, I was like, I hope she's the first one to have a baby because she's kind of exactly. You're like, I hope it's not me, (laughs) right? (laughs) You were married with like a home and like a very established life. And Dan always would say how badly he wanted kids. He's like, I want kids immediately. And Mackenzie was always like, not right away. Like we're gonna enjoy our young like. And you guys like went on a bender. I feel like right when you got married, you were like, you guys were living it up. Like, I didn't see it coming that quick for sure. No. I don't think any of us did, but Jagger did. She was like, Mom, hi. She was like in her little egg peeking out. I'm here. Yep. And now I and now I literally could not imagine like being friends with you without her. It is weird because I feel like it it's kinda I, I don't really know how to describe it, but I feel like when I thought about Mackenzie and Dan long time ago, they were always and I would always say this when I lived in Boston. They were like my friends that I would come quote unquote home to. Like Every time I came to their house, I felt like I was, like, escaping the city. I was escaping the busyness of my life. And then all of a sudden, they're having a baby, and I was like, this is so on brand. And now <laughs> I can't imagine coming to this home and escaping my crazy life still to anybody other than the three of them. And I don't even mm-hmm. remember coming here or what we did before Jagger. And me and Dan were talking about it earlier when we went to the germ and we sang Jackson 5 on karaoke. And that just seems like a whole different life ago. Like, yeah. I, I just don't even remember the days without her because right. she's such, like, a little light in everybody's life now. It's so funny that you say that because – and amazing that you say that because I was going to say, like, how if all 
if at all, am I different, you know, as a mom now to you guys? Like, is there anything about me that's different? I, the only thing that's different is you're a little bit more unreachable, which is normal. Yeah. Oh God. Because I think, I think you just have a shit ton going on. Exactly. Exactly. That's the only thing. Otherwise, like, I mean, you came out to California with Jagger. Every time I've come to visit, we've stayed weekends here, days and days. And, and she just comes along like, other than not being able to reach you or like hear from you for a few weeks, like that's the only thing that is different. Otherwise, you are the exact same person. I, I agree. And I feel like you, if anything, it's just like she's an extension of you. Like, yeah. and it's just like you've shown all of us like the love. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I've, I've obviously you, you see like you have, uh, you know, a million people that have babies. Like, it's normal, but it's like, to see some, one of your best friends, like, have the baby and they're your first friend that had a baby. It's, like, you see that, like, this, like, would be one of us one day or whatever. And it's, like, I've, like, my family makes fun of me for how much I love her Same. and talk about her. Like, Same. I, like, my, like, even just this weekend, I, like, I was FaceTiming my little sister and I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to Mackenzie's for the weekend. She's, like, oh, yeah, we know. You've mentioned it, like, a hundred <laughs> times. Like, we get it. You're obsessed with that baby. But, like, even my sisters are, like, I'm so jealous you get to go hang yeah. out with Jagger for the weekend. Cause it's like, like it's so easy to love that girl. And like, think it, about your favorite people in the world. You know what I mean? You always say like, I want to hang out with them so much. They're my favorite person. They're the so much, I have so much fun with them. And then there's a third one of them. Oh now, my God. Literally three I'm going to cry. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, Oh, I can't get enough of them. And then you get more of them. And oh. there's three of them. And you're like, okay, shit. Like, Wow, there's a third <laughs> one of you who's the best part of mom and dad. Oh and, my! God. And I do love yeah, that you show all of us too, like how, like, like you, you guys are still the same people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like you're like, like not doing everything. Like yeah. you go to you, you obviously have to say no to some things. Like yeah. it's just natural. But like, totally. you guys are still the same people, and you like still want to do the same things. I love that you still like want us to come all the time, and yeah. like spend time with her because I love like seeing how happy that makes you because it like I'm like yeah like baby time for a weekend and I hang mean, out with my best friends like yeah. okay sign me up. My, my, my parents are like uh you're staying for the whole weekend like isn't that like overstaying your welcome and I'm like I think they love it no we love it and like I will say the one thing about becoming a mom and like you said it's like the being unreachable thing like I feel like I some switch flipped in me when I became a mom and like I need to grind, 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 grind. Like things just like it never had happened before where I felt like I needed to. I mean, I was always a go getter. I've always been like a, you know, reach for the stars type of person. But when I had her, it was just like I feel like literally a chemical in my brain like switched that was like, oh, no, like you don't it, like you need to keep going like far harder faster stronger kind yeah. of thing like um, I think you've always had that in you and it's just wild but um it's amazing to have friends like you and I know there are people out there that don't have the support system that I do and um you know coming from you know you are the friends that are my support system so like do you have any advice for people out there that you know that have friends that are about to have a baby or um have a baby like like is there any of that advice that you have I I think like from this experience and like seeing one of my best friends have a baby and grow up so much in your life with the baby like 
just really listen, you know, like you're, I feel like it's so natural when someone's venting to you, not that you call me to like vent about how hard it is, but like when you're telling me about something and I can't relate, I just can't, my life is in a totally different area, but being able to just listen and like try to understand and just like tell you, oh, it's going to be okay. Or you're so great. You're so cool. You're going to figure it out. Like that's the advice. Like just listen, don't always try to relate because it's a natural thing to like try to relate, to make somebody feel better about what they're going through because you've gone through it too. But at the end of the day, I have never gone through this. Yeah. I, I, by the time I go through it, like I'll need you. But like right now I would just say, listen, right? Like listen to the concerns, listen to what you need from me and whatever I can do, whether that's leave you alone, just tell you about my crazy life, like whatever it is, just do what they need you to do in those first couple months. Cause they might be seeking you out for a little bit of normalcy that they had before yeah. the baby yep. that they now are kind of like moving away from. Sorry to like go off topic, but like we've talked about this before. One thing to that, that is interesting to me. And I feel like I've learned recently. And I know when I say it, you're going to be like, Oh yeah. Like, hmm. like the whole topic of, of death and yeah. like death in your your life with a family member and like just that whole topic I've never been good at I've just like I've just never been good at it I've I'm like I get very clammy I get very just I curl up in a ball I don't know if I've dealt with a lot of that in my life I remember talking to you about it and saying how did we even come up with this whole conversation and topic because I just remember being like I need to be more of the person that reaches out and is like I am so sorry for your yeah. loss. It was, it was after my dad had a heart attack. Yes. You guys were in California. Yes. And we had gone to dinner and it was more so like, well, do you want me to ask you if you're okay? And I was like, if I'm not okay, I'm going to tell you. Right. And I think just like, it's always understanding what your friend needs. And like with the whole death thing, like if somebody wants to talk about it, they're going to talk about it. You know what I mean? And there is, there is like a part of you as a friend who should maybe not you specifically, yeah. but a part of like you people as friends, like who you should ask and check in and things like that. But then they're like, people are going to share what they want to share. I agree. But I think like in general, when like any like traumatic thing happens or even just like a life change or something you're going through in your life, like I think as a friend, like even just reaching out and saying like, I'm here for you, whatever you need, like whatever you want. Like, and, and I will say like people that go through sometimes like trauma, whatever, like maybe if, if they're um, in like in the midst of it and like they're going through it, like maybe they don't want to like reply to people. They don't want to talk to anybody. They want to close everybody off. That's one thing. And that's a lot of a way that a lot of people deal with it. But like, I think after that happens, they look back and it's like the people that reached out did make a difference. And I think when people go, go through stuff like that, like, it, they remember who didn't too sometimes. You totally. know what I mean? So I think if anything, like, making sure they know in some way, they know that you're there for them. And I used <laughs> to say to friends who lost really important people or family, mm-hmm. I would always say like, who can I be for you today? Yeah. Because Ooh. I don't know what you need. I'm not a mind reader. What I need is very different from you. So I would say, who do you need me to be today? Do you need me to be the sad person who looks at the world in a big black cloud, because I'll be that. Do you need me to be the happy, optimistic person that tells you to 
suck it up, get off the floor. Judy, maybe the drunk friend who goes and gets <laughs> us a bunch of shots from the store, like the bar. I don't know. Who do you need from me, and how can I help you? And a lot of times that would help me like break down some of those walls with friends. Yeah, and for me, like selfishly, I was. Uh, uh, for me specifically, I don't like to talk about bad things. I don't like to talk about death. I don't like to talk about, you know, people being sick in my life. I just am a very like private person other, you know, which may be shocking to people because I'm very open in a lot of other ways, like on social media and, and things like that. But I'm a very private person when it comes to hard things like that. And so I just, I don't and it sounds so stupid now that I've like come to this big realization of like people really do need your support like you were saying I just am like I don't want anybody to talk to me about it I would never want anybody to even bring it up to me so why would anybody want like texted you you know what I mean like yeah. at least you know that they're there and they're thinking of you and like that like your thought in their mind and you know that you can lean on them if like you do want to talk about it at some point right. you know what I mean no and it makes total sense now and it's just I guess it just goes back to the thing that you were saying previously about like tell me who I need to be today yeah because you don't know which I I love that about you like I I feel like you are that friend and like I I see that you know what I mean it's like it's a good quality and it's a good mature yeah like friend to be I know there's times in my life where I've been I go everyone goes through things but there's times in my life I've lost people or I've had a bad day at work and I just don't want to be talked to. And then there's other times I want somebody to ask me yep. how I'm doing. And so my boyfriend will come home and sometimes he won't ask me how I'm doing. And I'll be like, wow, you don't <laughs> care about me. But if I tell him, I'm like, this is the mood I'm in today. I need you to just care about what I have to say. I don't care if you listen. I just need you to ask me like, yeah. And, and I just, and it's little things like that too. Like just asking the people in your life what they need from you in that moment, yep. I think is just so important. And I think, getting back to like our original topic of just like being at different points in our lives too. Like we all have friends for different reasons, of course, but they're when you're trying to seek the friends of like, like it, for example, like when you said, if you're going through a pregnancy or you're having a kid and you like are looking for people that like will support you, you need to seek out the people that are there for you. Like regardless of the situation, it's not like they've been through it a million times or they have all this experience. They're just there for you. And that's bottom line. They're like, I'm here. I, I don't get what you're going through, but, like, I'll work yeah. through it with you. Because like, unless yep. you're seeking advice, somebody going through it, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, and, like, I, I... That's so true. If you're not seeking advice or asking how to handle yourself in a situa- situation, it does not right. matter if you went through it. I'm reaching out to you, not because I need your expertise, and, but because I need you because you're the person yes. that I need to be there for And, and something I will... I have literally chills. Like, yeah. I never have thought of it like that. Am I heartless? No, no. no. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to say. Like, I I feel like I love our friendship because we are at completely different points in our lives. Like, for those of you listening, I still live with my parents. (laughs) But, like, I'm I'm looking to buy, like, I I wish I lived with my parents, people. (laughs) But, like, I'm, I'm, like, looking to move out, like, want to buy a place of my own. Like, that's, like, the next step in my life. Also, her parents have a giant, huge, beautiful house. My parents have a great house. Like, I, like, work work from home and, like... I've absolutely fallen in love with two beautiful, perfect golden retrievers. They're, they are my children. Like, leaving them would be the worst like, thing in the world. But I, it's going to happen one day. But anyways, Mackenzie and I always talk because, like, we're at such, like, astronomically different places in our lives. 
I still confide in you and I find you as a friend that like I can vent to you and like open up and like be very vulnerable with you. But like it's because it's not because I'm like like you're at a very different point in your lives life. But like you're not judging me. You're there for me. You can't relate to every little point of my life. You're a shoulder to lean on and like a friend to like well, listen to me. Not, and and like, I feel like I hopefully hope I, I try to provide that for you too. Like 100%. you go through others, you you go through different parts of like you're, right. you're struggling in well, different areas and we're both making like, you're not asking Mackenzie for advice on how to of course. handle leaving two dogs or how to handle yeah. looking for a house. How, like, yep. I mean, maybe cause you've done that, but like yes. you yeah. reach out to friends because of the support they give you, not because of the advice. Mm-hmm. That they give and you. so that's my advice to getting back again to like, what we originally talked about like if you are like going through like having a child or something like that and you do feel alone like seek out those friends that like provide that support for you whether any type of support in general like if they're just there for you they're genuine and like you don't see like there it's no bullshit those are the people to go to because those are the ones that like will add value to you and they're they're your friends those are the those are the good ones when you have a baby and you you have you just have this whole new life that you bring into the world and it's like you start this family. You don't really expect, I guess, to have, like, I'd, I'm so grateful, like, every day to have friends that are so supportive of and, like, love Jagger. So it's like, I don't think anybody, and I always say this to you guys, like, I don't think you'll ever understand until you have a baby what it's like for somebody to love your baby. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. So it's like, I love you guys for that. Anyway. Um, so, all right, let's talk about a couple things, um, some that my mom actually put together for us for tonight. So, um, we're going to, yeah, shout out out mom. So on, I think it was on point with Mackenzie, this radio show that I started. Tina was uh, a guest on that one time. Um, we called her Mama Fane, which is really funny. Um, so. so fun. She probably loves that. Yeah, it was really cute. And now I'm, um, Mama Frank. Actually, can I just tell you something really funny about the name Frank, which oh, we gosh. all know is just like <laughs> drama in my life. I Frank. <laughs> yeah, Frank is just a name. My last. OK, it's my last name. We all know this. So like it's just a name that I've never really fully been able to accept. <laughs> You're um, Mackenzie Frank in my phone. Yeah, that's that's crazy to phone. me. No, don't don't change it. Um, No. So one time. I was outside with some of our neighbors and we were at a fire and they were talking about about the Conroys up the street and the Conroys and oh yeah we went on the Conroys boat and blah 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 and I was like oh yeah like it's so typical for the Conroys to have a yacht up the street and I was like but the Franks down the street have some hot dogs on the grill like the they do with the smoker back there (laughs) like the Franks is such a different thing but anyway um all right bullet through or rapid bust fire. through these yeah rapid fire through these yeah, like have, it kind of changes i and... have a question for you well being big into social media yeah what is what are your thoughts on jagger and a phone and social media <laughs> like when she like what yeah, have you thought about that? yeah have you thought about that um i just think social media is going to be such a different world by the time she even becomes i agree in any yeah like in the realm of any of that so i don't even think like i no i actually haven't thought about it because it's just so it's just so far away right so when i i'm just i'm like the type of person it's like when i cross that bridge or when i get to that bridge i'll cross it like or whatever that saying is like cross that bridge when i get there yeah i'll cross that bridge (laughs) 
I'll get there when I cross it. I'll cross <laughs> it. I'll walk over it. Whatever the fuck I'll do. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. This is something I think is so cool about life in general. It's like you're in high school and middle school and you're this insecure little girl or boy, right, who cares about every little last thing somebody does or says to them. And now as you grow up, and maybe this is why, like, social media is whatever, right? Like, Jagger will get into it if she gets into it. But it's like, as you grow up, things start to affect you differently because it's like you start to learn what that person says about me is not a reflection on me. Yeah. It's a reflection on you. You're that insecure or you're that, like, uninterested in your life or your boyfriend or girlfriend that you have to take me down because I'm posting something happy. Like, that's how I try to think about it when I think about it. And that's how, I mean, if we go back to the bullying thing, like, I would say to anybody who's being bullied or kids being bullied, like, always just make sure, like, these kids and all of us know, like, it's not you that the problem is. It's them that is the problem. I love that. Well said. I think, you know... One thing that just kind of comes up for me when you talk about that is, like, the sibling situation. So it's, like, <clears throat> for me, I don't – I have three siblings. Two of them – I have a full-blown relationship with one of them I haven't spoken to in two and a half years. And, you know, that's such a hard thing. But I think when it comes to, like, even family, too, it I think is it can kind of relate to – it's, like – even though your family doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to be all hunky-dory. Kind totally. Of. Totally. Just because someone's your father, your mother, your sister, your brother does not mean they, like, are on this pedestal. Pedestal. Or they have this, le- like, and people probably feel so differently about this, but I feel like you who doesn't have a relationship with somebody in your family and me who has fought really hard for one, it's like... Just because you're there because you're blood does not mean that, like, somebody who isn't blood isn't more important or whatever I'm trying to say. Like, just because you're blood does not mean, like, you get a shoe. You're not a shoe in. Like, you don't get to say whatever you want. You don't get to do whatever you want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't get to do that. Yeah, I 100% know what you mean. It's it's hard because... When you're dealing with somebody in your family that you are having a hard time with or not having a relationship with, it impacts other people in your family, which right. then impacts totally. you. Uh, yeah. And it totally <laughs> just goes back. Everybody's actions, reactions to things in their life just goes back to things they've been through that maybe we can't understand or don't or will never understand. But it's like this – I always try to say that to myself. Like when I'm getting down on myself or someone's hurting my feelings and I don't – they're not meaning to, but I always say, this isn't me a me thing. This is a them thing. The way yeah. they're treating me or what they're saying mean about me. Like, that's not a me thing. That's a them thing. Yeah. That's one thing I love about you, Tina. <laughs> I feel like you're very, like, in touch with that, with those things. You're I like, try to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have another question for you guys. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Uh, I... Okay, so as much as I was just talking about how I'm, like, so <laughs> confident, I'm like, oh, my God, it's not me because I definitely have some insecurities, right? So Everybody thinking, does. Right, but Everybody. But a compliment, I'm like, oh, God. I feel like something I really pride myself on that my family always tells me is how strong-willed and successful I've become. And I feel like I do take a lot of pride in that because I 
was brought up kind of, again, I like poor. And, and so like, I want to have money. I want to do really fun things. I want to travel. I want to be successful. And so when people tell me that, that is definitely a really good compliment to me. Yeah. I guess similar to yours is one of, I think the best compliment I've ever received is being like someone said once that they thought I was very, very like self, like independent and like self-dependent. Like they're like, yeah, I'm very impressed at how you like handle everything on your own and you like take charge and like always like are taking initiative and like doing things on your own, which I guess we're the same in that sense where it's like you, you're, you like that to me, that's a really big compliment just because it's like, I, I do pride myself on like, I I did taking ownership I did this by myself yeah. I'm proud of this like my job my career all, all those types of things like I'm proud of that so yeah yeah I think that's that's a really good one <clears throat> to be to be to to bring up because I feel like everybody could be proud of that like what you're accomplishing yeah. right mm-hmm. you know and and I, like I feel the same way about that I would say that's probably number one for me too but another one to piggyback off is like for me, um, when people tell me that I'm very reliable, I love to hear that. That's what about being time. an amazing mom? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, what? Because I, I think one. that too. Yeah, yeah. like I, I love – so, okay, I guess this is like, okay, what's your biggest pet peeve? So, like, I'll start off with, like, mine is people being fucking late. <gasps> I can not. So do you secretly you hate me? Shave up because this is is my biggest thing, and it's so annoying. He thinks he can get ready and shower in 10 minutes, and he absolutely cannot. No. So we're always late to things, and it makes my skin want to actually fall (gasps) off of my body. I I actually could, like, take a fork and stab it (laughs) into my body. Wait, I also hate that about Sean. Sometimes we're, like, (laughs) we're, we're about to go somewhere, and, like, he is just like, let's do this and let's do that. And he's like so moving bad. at such a I feel slow. Like probably the same he's way. moving at such a slow pace. And and he makes me feel like I'm being a psycho because I'm like, Sean, let's go. Like, do this. Like, like okay, go yeah. do your laundry. Go get this bag. Go get this. Like, yeah. I, I'm, like I'm like chopping these vegetables. I'm like trying to get this appetizer ready for this party or whatever. <laughs> oh, and I'm yeah. like, we're going to be late. And then I check the GPS and I'm like, okay, now there's traffic. Like, let's go. And he's like, Emily, chill. We're already, or he'll be like, he'll be like, <laughs> we're, we're on our, he'll, he'll go, he'll go, we're on our way now. Like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, it's not what you're going to do. It's what you could have done. You could have hurried the fuck Can up. Can we have that on a t-shirt? Not what you did. or Not, not what you're going to do. do it's what you could have done. done. Literally, though, it's so true. So and they'll just be like, chill out. And I'm like, no. So last weekend, um, so a couple weeks ago, we had me and my boyfriend had gone to a ski expo. And I, like, obviously, I, I'm this sucker for sales pitches. I get roped into this lady making me sign up to go see a timeshare for a free vacation to Hawaii, okay? So I'm like, oh, I'm in. It's 50 bucks. I get the 50 bucks back if we show up, whatever. So I make Eddie come with me because I'm not going by myself. It's a two-hour thing. So it's the morning of, and I get home, and I'm like, okay, let's go to the timeshare. And he's like, well, I have to do this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, but you knew we had to leave at 1130. He's like, well, I don't even want to go. And I'm like, that's not the answer. Like, we have to, regardless of if anybody wants to go, we have to go. We're going to be late. And then we're in the car. We don't talk the whole way up there. And we're 30 minutes late. 30 minutes late. I want to cut my skin. And I bet if it was a tea time, they wouldn't have oh, been yeah, late. Oh, yeah, or a football game. 
Or a chicken wing contest. <laughs> <laughs> chicken wing contest. I mean, for real, like these men, I don't understand. Dan will take up, and I've talked about this before, but he takes up a new s- hobby. Hobby. Oh my God. Every other week. Well, right now it's the fucking fire place, the wood stove that he's ordered recently a new fan for, new um, vac special vacuum water. cleaner for, a water thing. Like, I mean, come well, on. and just like like trying to leave the house, just like no offense, but I take it na- like forty five minutes to get ready. I'm ready and on time. Like, yes. what have you been doing the oh, past three hours? The other like, thing I was gonna say, you didn't need time. That I forgot the point of, <laughs> which now I'm remembering is, I don't want to have to nag you. Don't make me be a nag. Mm-hmm. I don't want to nag you. Same. Just wake up. If you know you, it takes you. Don't say it takes you 10 minutes because it doesn't. If it takes you 20, 30 minutes, just wake up 30 minutes. Should we before. just like get in the car? Like, should we just like be like, text them and be like, hey, leaving, want to come? Maybe. <laughs> but then they'd probably say no. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I you mean. Up? We send them a you up text. <laughs> <laughs> you up? Um, question mark. Um, no, I, what I do now with Dan is like, I will tell him a, a good 48, 24 to 48 hours ahead of time. I will say, like, I really I really don't want to fight about this. So we're going to be getting in the car approximately at, and I will tell him 30 minutes prior. Me too. Me too. That, that's I'm it. I'm so sick of it. I, I can't do this my whole life. It's go- <laughs> I am no done. I'm going to skin by the end of this <laughs> lifetime. I'm going to be literally flesh and bones because I can't handle it. Okay, so the <laughs> holidays are coming up. Like, what the heck are you guys getting these people? The boys? Yeah, the boys. So, this is going to air before they'll be able to listen well, to it. Well, so, honestly, me and Eddie already exchanged. What? Because <laughs> we we live in California and we're not dragging presents here True. to then drag home. Like, True. That's, True. that's smart. That's smart. Um, he got me ski boots and I got Ooh. him two Lululemon sweatshirts that he's, like, obsessed with this, like, type of sweatshirt. Aww. And he doesn't wear the, like, he is now getting into style because of me. Yep. So it's, like, good that he even wanted those. And I feel oh. like you get him good clothes. Yeah. Uh, well, I try. You know, you got to dress him. Yep. <laughs> I got Sean Bruins tickets. And it's funny because, so I know? I got him. He does know. He figured it out because oh. I'm, I have no game face. Like, whatever. Well, because you but, got too excited. Well, and, and we got, I was really excited. I've been bringing up, like, let's go to Bruins game. Let's go to Bruins game so much. And then we were, like, talking about it. And I got weird. And he was like, did you get me that for Christmas? And I was like, yeah. Um uh. But I'm nervous because I got him Bruins tickets, like, right before COVID, like, two years ago. And I ended up getting reimbursed, but, like, it got canceled because of COVID. Right. And now, apparently, NHL games are getting canceled because all the players are getting COVID, even though it's 100 – like, they've all been vaccinated. It's 100% vaccination, whatever. But they're – like, they're canceling games. So I'm really nervous because it's it's January 22nd, so. (gasps) That's my sister's birthday. Oh my god! Yeah. So. What are you getting, Dan? And they're such good seats. I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> so Dan doesn't know this. So you guys, they know what you're getting them, okay. but Dan doesn't know what I'm getting him. And I know he's not going to listen to this before well, you don't Christmas. You don't want to. No, no, no. I will because he's not going to listen to it before Christmas. Yeah. So, um, because it's going to air next week. But so anyway, I got him Morgan Wallen tickets. <gasps> Oh my God! Mor- so Wait, where? Morgan Wallen is where? coming to San in San Diego. No, I didn't get him in San Diego. <laughs> okay, but they're coming. He's coming to San Diego. I mean, I will if you if Wait, we can where? find seats. Wait, I'll, I'll come, come to San Diego. Okay, Morgan Wallen is coming to San Diego. When? 
whatever. So I, Sean and I, Sean told me not to go go to Aruba in February. And I'm like, you haven't booked anything. And that's not happening. So I might try to come to California. You should. (laughs) In February if Mackenzie's down. Like whenever she's down. Yeah. Wait, so when is I think where that, is that would Rollins? be my first time leaving Jagger. I, and I said I would do it. I'll do it whenever you're comfortable. <laughs> well, yeah. I I technically don't have to leave her, but I would also do it in March. Let's okay. talk about Jagger. <laughs> Can we just talk about this perfect human being? Literally. Isn't the she so cutest, cute? sweetest girl in the whole world. I've cried okay, so Emily, many times Emily, if around you could her. Give Jagger in an elevator pitch. Describe Jagger in an <laughs> elevator pitch. That is so good. What would you say? Immediately look at her. Your heart melts. That's how do we set the set the stage, right? No, you have to do an elevator pitch. We're not like talking about how you would. You set you up the you started pitch. then, Tina, because I okay. yeah you started. Jagger, the sweetest, smiliest girl. Mini loving with Minnie Mouse. <laughs> Laughs, says dog dog, wants milk milk, <laughs> more more please please. More more please please help help, dog dog, mini. That's no. why I would describe Jagger. That is so good. No, she's just, she's honestly just the happiest, like she's so happy. She's the easiest baby, like you you literally, like if she gets sad or upset, if she's hungry, tired, anything, like you can distract that girl in less than a second. Like, just literally start bouncing, playing, dancing, anything. Like, she just, like, is, like, so happy to be around happy people. And yeah, it's it's is. Her energy is just, like, a different level. It's, it really is. She's, she, you guys, I don't know how you're ever going to get lucky, this lucky again. <laughs> she's perfect. Should, I really don't. I really You shouldn't don't. have another kid. No. I, honestly, <laughs> I honestly did tell Eddie that I was like, I don't even want to have kids because they're not going to be Jagger. Oh. He was like, you can't say that. I was like, My whole right. family says that. They're like, don't even have a kid. <laughs> Just adopt her. <laughs> next. Oh, my God. Okay, so, all right, I have two more questions for you guys. Okay. I have two more questions for you guys. And then we're going to wrap this up because we have other things to do tonight. So, the first one is, what is the last lie that you told? Oh. I'll tell you mine right now. All right. Say yours because I need a thing. Okay. So mine is, I told Tan that. I told Dan that it wasn't getting Jagger another Christmas gift, but then I bought her another Christmas gift. And then I had to tell her in front of my two friends that just came because I knew he was going to get mad at me unless I told told in front of them, in front of other witnesses, or he would have killed me. So, Okay. I honestly don't know. I, I, I definitely lie, like, a lot. Like, wh- like white lies all the time. No, no. You not fib, like, Emily. I don't fib. Like you're sorry, liar. sorry. That's She's a sorry. big fat no, no, liar. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a really good fibber. Like, I'll just, like, downplay. Like, I don't know. But okay. I, I genuinely, like, cannot think of my last one. But you lie a lot. But they would be, like, small... But that's the thing. Such like, as. Small. I'm not, like, a psychopath. Like, I just, like, they're small, like... Kind of sounds like you are. Like, like... I almost lied this morning because Sean was coming with his new puppy and I almost said like I have a family thing that I have to like like I can't attend it like I had a 10 o'clock meeting and I almost said I almost lied about it but then I ended up just being like my boyfriend just got a puppy and he's bringing her over at 10 o'clock I can't oh, call in these are no these are yeah. these are the levels of lies I'm saying like they're like little things like that that I like I do occasionally yeah it like, doesn't count or like I have an appointment 
No, but I don't have. I have a. Right? I have a doctor's appointment. No, I have a hair I appointment. Mean, I guess technically that is a lie. That That's what I'm saying. Those are the things. Like, or no, yours was a good lie. Leaving, leaving. I didn't leave till 40 minutes later. <laughs> oh, I hit traffic. I just left. If really you're late, Mackenzie hates physically... Do you hate me? Because I'm. I, I'm not. That punctual. No, I don't ever notice you. Like I don't know. I don't. I guess. Do I, I guess I, I prioritize you. I also, it's like Sean. I don't. No, I, I also think it's different. And honestly, tell me if you guys think I'm wrong. But like when you're going to someone's house, like we're coming here for the whole weekend. And I was like, oh, I'll be there between two and three. I didn't show up till almost four. Yeah. That I don't feel like. Right. It's not no. dinner plans or lunch plans. really having plans. Like but also three and four is not lunch and it's not dinner. So we're not waiting for you. Like that's very different. The timing is odd and different. And. Yeah. And you're also like, like you're here for the whole weekend. But for me, dinner plans like it actually it it physically hurts me. me like I'm no, not me kidding. Too. Like, just be on time. I I like don't know how else to say, it, but just be on time. Like, if you know it takes you thirty minutes, leave at four thirty if you have to be there at five. Like I don't really know why you why time is so valuable to people. Especially as your friends and family start becoming moms. Oh, my God. They get babysitters. They get their kids. Like, no. I went to a... Okay, I was going the other day. A couple weeks ago, I was going to get... And this is one of the last things I have to say. Because we're running out of time. But I went to go get a massage the other day. So I booked this massage. I got a babysitter, my sister. And I went to go to the place. So I, I show up right on time I go in the girl the lady saw me in the waiting room and she's like hey like um you know are you on like a time restraint I'm like yeah like I have to leave at 11 or whatever you know I had like one hour that was it that's all I had was one hour for for the massage massage nail salons hair salons don't ever count on being Starting when you're supposed to and leaving when you're supposed to. Which is unfortunate because that's all the only time I have. So, so I was like, you know, and so then she told the person, okay, the other person at the desk, she's like, okay, like she's on a time restraint. Like I have to go. So me and her walk downstairs. We go to the door. She goes to open it. She's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're here and blah, 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 blah. Goes to open it. It doesn't open. She goes, oh my God, I locked, I locked the door. It's locked. It's locked from the inside out. She goes, there's no key. She's like, there's no key. And then I'm and I'm just like, oh, like, okay, that's, you know, that's no problem. Like, and I'm thinking like, I'll just head out. Like I have other things that I can do within this hour, you know, like my sister's babysitting. She goes, no, she goes, no, seriously. I left the heater on in the room with candles with the heater, like a lone heater thing. Like, why would there be no key? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I left. I was like, I don't, I, I can't help you. I don't, I, I don't have time for this. It yeah, was wild. That is yikes. That is, all I that is yikes. If you have one job not to lock the door and you lock the door. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, don't, I don't know. Like dinner plans, lunch plans, like. Figure it out. Driving to the airport plans. Like, right. <laughs> just be there when you say you're going to be there. And if you can't. Don't commit. Like, I also it's not think that difficult. Tell me the timing and people listening right in. What amount of time do you think is appropriate to say, hey, I'm going to be running 
how many minutes late? When do you send that text? I think like 10. 10? 10 is my max. 15, 20. No, don't bother. And I will say, at yeah. after 10 minutes, it's like, if it's like 17, I'll be like, 14 or like, I'm going to be 14 minutes late or like yeah. 20 like minutes. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to be 17 minutes late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but yeah. I, but I do, I do always let someone know cause it's, it's not fair to anybody. Cause like if somebody just goes to me like that, I'd be pissed too. So well, especially when you're, you're on time, but like so people rude. have like, shit, like it makes sense, but just give them a head, the just give them yeah. a heads up because then they can do other sh- stuff in between. Maybe totally. they, maybe they had to stop for gas. Maybe they had to stop and pick up stuff, but like they didn't because they, they wanted to be on time. Late. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. But then you're, you're just, you're a, a late person, you know, yeah. like if you're constantly late, you're just a late person. And then it's like you, you're, 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 you're so, then the next time you're, you're not forgiven. Yeah. One yeah. of my roommates in college, she used to be hours no no we would have to tell her literally oh we're leaving for the bar at 4 p.m because then she'd be ready at 7 when we were really leaving for the bar like it was crazy like we would it would it was just what it was but once you learn a person you learn that that's like normal for them right not for me obviously but like we just knew that that's what we had to do. But being late is, it, it honestly, again, makes my skin want to fall off my body. Same. <laughs> what, actually, same. Fall like, off my body. Fall off of my body. All right, guys. What's your favorite? What, is, what would you consider your best physical feature? And we're going to leave it there. Leave it there. My eyebrows. Ooh, I like that. They are really nice. How about you, Emily? Probably my teeth. <gasps> Wait, I have chills. I was going to say your teeth. I was actually going to say your you teeth. You have really good teeth. Really good teeth. I'm proud of my teeth, and even though Sean I totally need to get my wisdom thing. teeth out. Okay, but we can't see those. Yeah, we can't Sean see those bad said, boys. Sean said that was the, the first thing he ever said about you when he wanted to make out with you at Coogan's that night was that <laughs> he really, you had the best smile and the best He always teeth. says you that to me. You have the best smile. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm proud of my teeth because I had braces. I had everything. Oh. Yeah. And I, I take care of, I take yeah. care of, I floss regularly. Mackenzie, what is yours? Mine, um, yours mine definitely not my nose. My mo- my nose is my worst. I hate, but yes, I would say my, my hair. I love, I love your hair. I love my hair. I love having long hair. I never want my hairdresser to cut it <laughs> ever. She cut it recently. I was like, bitch. No, I'm kidding. You have hair goals. Um, I yeah. do love my hair. Yeah. So, what's your worst, actually? Now I, now I want to know. Because mine definitely is my nose. My nose. What? I have a butthole nose. <laughs> One of my friends calls herself a foot. She's like, oh, do I look like a foot today? And I'm like, no. I, yeah, I do not like my nose. That's the one thing. How about you, Emily? I don't love my legs. Oh. I feel like they're shaped weird. I'm just not a fan. Shaped weird? Shaped weird. Like, they're not, like, shaped like legs? Like normal legs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love Emily's legs. So <laughs> anyway, all right, we're going to wrap up here. We're running out of time. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Tina, for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This was this has just been so much fun. This was fun. I hope that you edit out all of the embarrassing stuff we said about <laughs> ourselves. No, we're actually not editing <laughs> out anything. Well, that's it for today's show, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you go to your Apple Podcast app, which is the Purple Podcast app on your iPhones. Give us a five-star rating. You can also do the same on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Make sure you head to Instagram and follow us at the 20-something mom. Love you guys so much. Thanks so much for joining. We'll see you next week. Bye.